fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe is there. Is Cobra Commander with an ultimatum for the United States? Cobra now possesses a weapon that makes us invincible. We call our device DT Pod, a real American podcast. Observe this little demonstration. Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to a brand new edition of DT Pod. That is the podcast, only this episode and next week's G.I. Joe and then we're back to Star Trek. So it's going to be, like I said, every other week Trek here on uh, Dork Trek. So I might as well just start calling it Dork Trek again as opposed to DT Pod. It's just Dork Trek again. This is a DT Pod edition. It's also confusing. Just download the podcast and enjoy <laughs> My name is Bob. Hello. I'm jo- I am joined by uh, a very handsome man and a very handsome man. One of them has a beard. One of them has like a five o'clock shadow thing. So first I'll introduce the man with the beard. His name is Keith. Hello, Keith. How's it going, Bobby? Good, man. Good. And of course, I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the new father, the, the Magic Johnson of the pod, Dennis Black and Asian, everybody. Who, me? <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. up, everybody? Yes, you. You're the man, Dennis. You're the man. No, we're all men. Yes, we are. We are together all. on the yes. internet late at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about a cartoon. <laughs> What's at the, least it's the, not My Little Pony. It's true. Um, yet. Yet. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to become bronies next? <laughs> yes, dude. Hey, if it gets people to listen, I don't care. Um, what is the name of this episode? Uh, Palace of Palace Doom. Of Doom. Okay, Palace of Doom. Dennis, do you have notes? I do. All right. Well, I'm going to go to the Palace of Doom Wicca page for this so I can kind of stick to it. And I got to tell you, before we get, before we get into this, I got to tell you right off the bat, um, Lady J was looking smoking hot. Smoking hot. <laughs> Shipwreck of stepping in on your woman. I know, dude. I, I, uh, we're going to talk about that. I don't like, the, I don't like, oh, yeah. I don't like this shipwreck. He needs to go back to where he was from. I don't like him at all. I don't like I don't like the shipwreck. I don't like the cut of his jib. No, nah, me neither. I don't well, care. I have a theory about that, but we could discuss it. We could film. Well, yeah, we'll get there because there's a lot of stuff. This is a really fun episode without giving away too much. So, Dennis, if you want to start us off, man, hit it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, if you remember from the last episode, they were caught in the sandstorm on me- their skiff. Is it the recap of G.I. Joe of last episode, like the most intense thing you've ever seen before in your whole life? Like, it's so awesome. They cut all the the action. They just throw it to you in like 30 seconds. Yeah, and the uh, voiceover guy, he's really good. He's great. I want him to voice over my funeral if he's still around. That guy's awesome. Does he not not (laughs) sound like Stan Lee to anybody else, or is it just me? Stan Lee? Yeah, he sounds a bit like Stan Lee. Like, I'm waiting for him to say Excelsior. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's he's got a little. Listen bit of next time. See if he sounds like Stan Lee to you guys. All right, I, I can hear him say "true believer." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that guy's voice. It's awesome. Yeah, this time on an all new, exciting GI Joe: The Revenge of Cobra. He's excited <laughs> to read it. Yeah, he he, is. because he's excited to get that fucking paid, Jack. It's yeah, awesome. I think he writes his own copy too, so he's he's really happy with his creative control that he has. So God, God damn, I'm good at this. <laughs> hey, you know what? Thirty years later, we're giving you your pro. Hell yeah, that guy, that guy is awesome. Whoever he, 
Whoever he is, he is great at voiceovers. He's awesome. Yeah. We should really find him on the IMDb. Yeah, let's find out who that is and see if he'll come on the show. <laughs> if he's alive. I think the, the first question we need to find out is if he's alive. I think that's the oh, I'm sure Because, well, I mean, Cobra Commander's dead. A voice like that never dies. Mm-mm, lives on forever <laughs> and ever. Yeah, yeah, Chris Latta, he is dead. Yeah, he did. He did. There's a doornail, baby. But, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so he gives us the recap, and then, yes, um, yeah. Freddie Mercury is stuck in the sand. Yeah, so Flint goes out there to save him. And Shipwreck is like, you can't go out there. Oh, you're going to go? Okay, we'll try this. <laughs> the, so. the cool part about it is uh, Shipwreck's like, you can't go out there, but it's not really all that far. Like, it's only the, the stretch of a rope to go out there. And it doesn't even yeah. really look that daunting because he only has the rope and a shovel and he's just paddling his way out there. And then the cool and part... I don't know if it's rope or bungee cord because it seems like it's a very short length but then it's getting longer and longer Which as is awesome. goes further away from it. and like and you can see him from the skiff so it's not like it's a it's a lost cause i mean you see the blue leg in the air so i mean you know where he is he's just like i oh, don't worry about him leave him here okay. and I, I like the he's fact already dead. That he's all the way out to him and then doesn't let him hold onto the rope or anything like, <laughs> no. okay you're good here's this little spade <laughs> yeah, exactly. roll your way back in <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part okay i mean i found you you can get back dummy you know <laughs> Yeah, uh, not enough rope for the two of us. No, no, there's not enough rope. No. You know what? Actually, the skiff isn't big enough for all three of us. You might as well just stay here and be dead, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> you know what he said? He said, throw me the idol and I'll throw you the rope. <laughs> <laughs> Look, me and Shipwreck were talking while you were out there. We decided that we don't want you around anymore. So I just came out here to tell you that. So I'll see you later. Yo, yo Joe. Yeah, I mean, we, we, could, yeah, we got your dog. That's all we really <laughs> no, need. We don't, we don't need you. I saw the way you were looking at Lady J. You ain't coming back. Yeah. Not with your AIDS. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they um they take shelter in Shipwreck's uh shipwreck there. Yes, they do. And Shipwreck seemed like I bet he took advantage of the situation. Like he roofied him or something. Well, there he, he, there. He, he gave him a Bill Cosby dude. <laughs> <laughs> he gave him a pudding pop. Yeah. Put him out. Drink the pudding pop. I'm gonna touch your boy. <laughs> oh, shipwreck! <laughs> <laughs> well, they do let him join GI Joe pretty quickly after that, so he must have been doing something right. Yeah. So yeah, so after the storm ends, they they drive the sand barge out of there. Now, did the sand barge have engines the whole time, or did yeah, they just? They were sailing originally. Weren't yeah, they? yeah, that's I, what I'm I saying. feel like it, it, they had the engines fine, but like because of the wind and stuff, they it, they couldn't control it as well as they wanted to. Because as soon as the storm died down, they're like, "All right, we're out of here." Yeah, so I don't know if I don't know if they had I don't know if they had engines on the sand sled the whole time, but I don't know. Who knows? That's why I think it's like a day rape scenario because <laughs> the shipwreck they could have left any time. He just trapped them there. Oh no no no! So what you're saying is it was kind of like oh he was with his lady at makeout point. Oh no, the car's out of gas. She doesn't yeah, exactly. put, she doesn't put out. Then the car magically starts. I get you. Yeah. Look, shipwreck, we're not going to have sex with you out here in the sand. All right, well, let's get let's get going then. I got shit I got to do. You guys are fucking, you know. There's oh, a hey, look, the storm's letting up. <laughs> let's get out of here. Look, there's a there's a word for you guys. It's called cock blocking. All right, you guys are teases and we're leaving. <laughs> I'm going to tell rumors about. You. Tell, I told you it was ass, Blood. gas, or grass. <laughs> 
you're lucky Freddie Mercury had those shrooms. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So at the Cobra Temple, it's raining and all kinds of crazy weather. So uh, Cobra Commander is making plans to get there with the Dominator back. So he sends Zartan and the Baroness to recover the Ion Correlator. Yeah. From the island of no return. I mean, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to the island of no return. And who named this place the island of no? <laughs> like, I know somebody had to have found it and returned to name it. Don't you think? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, they only got the message in a bottle, and they kind of threw that out there, and that's uh, how they got the name out there. That's really. I good. can't ever return. Here's this message in a bottle. Or maybe it's like the corporate headquarters for some business that doesn't have a return policy. <laughs> like, oh, no, no returns. Sorry. That's all. Store credit only. The island. We must get to the island of store credit. Yeah, this is a Forever 21 island. <laughs> There's no return. Don't ask me why I know that. <laughs> it was originally the island of no return after 30 days, but it got too yeah. long to start putting on the thing. Yeah. They amended their policy. Yes. So they take the uh, the big snake plane out there. Yeah. Well, they do nice exposition right before they go out there. They're like, okay, well, the Iron Cor- Correlator's here, the Hydra Master's in the Palace of Doom, and then they just kind of brush off the laser core because that's the next episode. But Yeah, they're like, oh, oh we need plans for that one. <laughs> no, we've we got to really come up with something big here. We just can't send dicks in the snake plane. <laughs> we need a real plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um, while Bill Torpedo... Oh, Torpedo's back. Yeah, and, good, uh, good for him. Yeah. With his uh, ethnic voice. Hello, I'm yeah. here to fly the <laughs> submarine. G.I. So Joe is the most, I guess, stereotypical show I've ever seen. Like, they stick to the stereotypes. If you're uh, a Mexican, you're going to, you might as well have a big sombrero on and one of the little mustaches and black eyes. Yeah, black, black, you're going to sound like Mr. T. <laughs> exactly. You know, the guy with the Boston hat on was or all. Shaft, <laughs> if you're stalker. <laughs> they really do a good job perpetuating stereotypes. Have we gotten any Asian? A real big shout out here. <laughs> No, so far there have we gotten any Asians yet? I don't know. There are no Asians. They're all covered up in ninja masks. The ones I'm guessing. Yes, yes. The yeah, ones. The other one is Storm Shadow, mm-hmm. and he can't talk. And he, oh, I'm Storm Shadow. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got so the yeah, so they, they all get out there at the uh, island of no return. Those start kicking their butt. So Scarlet's back at the base. And what's weird about this is this is a weird bit of animation they have because they're all kind of cheering and throwing their arms up in the air. And then she starts briefing about the second base, like going to the Palace of Doom, but her arm is still in the air. <laughs> like, all right, I'm going to the Palace of Doom. <laughs> like she's Howard Dean or something, you know? Yeah! <laughs> Dude, she's firing up the troops, man. That's what she does. Like she's there and yeah. she's, she's, she's in command. Like she is clearly a woman in charge. And she's yeah. like, Hey, if I want to leave my fucking arm in the air, I'm going to leave my fucking arm up in the air. And you guys, and can somebody suck. said, show us your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it might be uh, like the MO for Cobra. Cause blood did the same thing when he got assigned to the palace of doom. Like he yeah. ran out yelling Cobra. And, and like uh, it just kind of ran and trailed off. Major Blood is my favorite in this episode. Everything yeah. he does is so emotionally over the top. <laughs> it's awesome. Like all he does is scream. Like all yeah. of his lines are screamed. Like, like it's it's essentially like they're <laughs> it was a cutout scene, you didn't see it. But it was at the Cobra cafeteria and they're like, Major Blood, what would you like for lunch? And he's like, I want a fish sandwich. And they're like, Oh shit, Major Blood. Like, 
Cool up, buddy. Like whoever writes for him, they accidentally had their caps locked on. And so the actor's like, all right, I guess I got to yell everything. <laughs> like Kanye. On it was a typewriter that got stuck. Yeah, it was, it's, Con, it's Kanye on Twitter, dude. <laughs> Kanye West, before he was writing beats for Jay-Z, he was writing dialogue for Major Blood. Yes, because Major Blood, every line in this episode, he yells, no matter what it is. It's awesome. Yeah. He's always, always yeah. Maybe he's deaf. Maybe he's hard of hearing. <laughs> well, that helmet yeah. kind of covers his ears a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, so um, she's getting ready to send off Lady J with a team, but then all of a sudden, Flint, Freddie Mercury, and Shipwreck show up. Ew. Unauthorized access in the supply room or the supply door. <laughs> yes, leave it to Shipwreck, right? Yeah, and then she always coming in the back door. Mm-hmm. And Shipwreck's amp unauthorized. Like, Dude, we got three fists of the village people here now, man. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm just can at one point in the show it's going to happen. Shipwreck, uh, Spirit, uh, Rough Trade, they're all just going to come together as like some gay Voltron thing. (laughs) Like Human Centipede, dude. They're going to just come together in this magical form of gayness. Yeah. It's going to (laughs) rule. That would be awesome. It would. Hopefully that happens in an episode. They have some kind of special mission where all of their skills come together. (laughs) A job only they can handle. Yes, because so then, then what does Freedom the Eagle do? If he's just, in the middle of the centipede, that leaves Freedom to just to fly around. He's just kicking it. He's just yeah. kicking. That's what he does best. He gets lube. <laughs> he goes and hides in the closet. He's the fluffer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's just he's just embarrassed. He's just, oh. not again. <laughs> Spirit, you once came from once proud people. <laughs> <laughs> now, now he just comes on people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh Shipwreck gets jealous. But I'm not sure who he's jealous of, Flint or Lady J. <laughs> but he starts like he starts angling for the three way right away, like hopping into their sky striker. <laughs> hey. Like well, there's no we- way if they have to eject that he's gonna be able to survive. <laughs> <laughs> Well, him and Lady J hit it off really well, and my theory is that they both realize that each other are secretly gay and that they're going to pretend to be each other's beards. Oh, no, she's not gay. No, dude, she's into me. She's, right. she, she likes young boys. She likes it, dude. She likes it a lot. <laughs> young boy, get out of my mind. <laughs> That's her song. Well, yes, before she was in G.I. Joe, she was like a ninth-grade gym teacher that would perform fellatio on all the students. Then she had to leave in an uproar and join G.I. Joe. Seriously, that's what happened. Hey, if you want to sit out a dodgeball, there's only one way to do it. <laughs> See me after class. You've got Lady J detention. <laughs> there's there's a line of kids not playing dodgeball outside. Drop your pants. <laughs> Lined up outside the locker room for some reason. Uh, I like yeah. Lady, I like Lady J. I like her a lot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so uh, Cobra Commander sends out Major Blood, and he goes crazy. And uh, they start planning to recover the third component. The third component, which is somewhere cold. That's all I know. I don't know where yeah. it is. They don't really say. It's just somewhere they get cold. to be named Cold Snowy Mountain. The Snowy Mountaintop. Yeah. Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Could be anywhere cold. Rocky Mountain High. High, <laughs> Colorado. Yeah. 
SO Roadblock, he survived the vines of evil. Where and, is he? Like, how does he end up on the interstate? Like, I don't understand, like, where he is. Like, so weird. Because there was a desert where Flint and Freddie Mercury ended up, which wasn't yes. too far from where they crashed. It's like, and what's the... Now, he's with mountain lions. And but you remember, G.I. Joe has a problem with, like, geography because... What was it? Um, They're not geography, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I, I'm drawing a blank on the name. Why is uh, not Storm Shadow... Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. Yeah, when he was lost in like the Arctic wilderness, and then all of a sudden he was back at the Joe base, like it was nothing. I don't know. Yeah, Joe doesn't have the geography down. They just got to go out. And well, play. he had a Greyhound bus pass, so he was good. Maybe well, Robot did too. Maybe it's like a company policy. They all get one. I just don't know where. But then, why was his bus stop on the top of a of a of a plateaued mountain? Like, how the hell did he end up there? I just don't know where. Why? It's Greyhound that broke down, probably. I, I just don't know. And like, there's. There's a dirt road that has like uh, Mack trucks going on. It's just very confusing the geography here. I just don't. I don't know where he is. Yeah, but yeah. At any rate, he uh, ends up in the back of one of these trucks, and he meets Hondalu West. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, who is hoping was a guy. I can't. He was. You're you're one smart coon if you can. <laughs> 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 you can figure out that I'm a lady. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your, keep your black hands off me. Yeah. But you know, as I'm soon gonna, as she finds But then she, found, then she found out she, he could cook, and it was like, oh, you can be my chef? You can be my servant? Damn right you came. <laughs> but you know, it was a little creepy, though, the way that he said, hey, I thought you should be thanking me. And he, like, puts her up on the on the boxes and stuff. <laughs> He's pulling a railer. <laughs> Which would explain why she crossed her legs very quickly. If, if it's one thing that Roadblock likes, it's fighting Cobra and fucking white women. <laughs> that's, that's just what he's in. Again, stereotypical G.I. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. If, if it was, something that's not stereotypical because she tells him that he can chow on her goodies, and we know he's <laughs> And she's not fat. Like She needs to be a fat white girl in order for <laughs> Roadblock to really be a Maybe. He's going to make her eat all the food so she gets fat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, explain the hoop earring to somebody. No one believed me on it. The driver of the trucker noticing like the back keeps getting lower and lower. What the fuck is going on back there? That's awesome. Roadblock. He wasn't. He wasn't speaking in rhymes here, though. So I think he only speaks in rhymes when he's working. Like when he's actually out in the field, he speaks in rhymes. When he's at home, he's like, "Man, I'm so glad I don't have to do this shit anymore." <laughs> He's off the clock. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, uh, roadblock only rhymes on the clock, so you can suck my cock. <laughs> roadblock only rhymes on company time. <laughs> so <eat> my dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a deleted scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Kanye yeah. really did get a start writing for Roadblock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was an intern at uh, <laughs> uh, what is it, Hasbro or whatever. At GI Joe Institute. Yeah, GI Joe Institute. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so they are they're still fighting at the island, but Cobra's fighting back, back and uh, there's all these razor sharp, hot as steel reef. <laughs> 
sticking out of the water and stuff. The GI so. Joe, this it's this part, and then the part with torpedo, where the GI Joe science is just so fucking stupid. Like it doesn't make yeah. any sense. Well, even their tactics are dumb because did you notice that they have windsurfers? <laughs> Like, why did they create windsurfers? There's just like a couple of dicks fucking looking like John Kerry out there attacking this island. G.I. Joe and Cobra, you got to give them both their fair shake. Yeah, they, the they love wind technology. Like, they're on board. Like, the G.I. Joe base is powered by, like, wind turbines and shit like that. Like, they love G.I. They love wind technology. So, Gore is advising to both of them, then? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Got to stop this global warming. Yeah, crazy dude. weather. It's awesome. Inconvenient truths. Because it because I guess when when she calls for backup, no, this is later when Major Blood calls for backup. They're hang gliders. Like hang gliders just come out of nowhere. Yeah, where were they hanging out at? <laughs> I don't know. Cliffs <laughs> <laughs> with mountain lions. Like if if they if you have the island of no return, there's not. It's not like next to another island of returns. <laughs> they could have cliffs on the island. I don't know, but they just, they call, for, no, no, Major but Blood. If they were already on the island, then why were they attacking? No, 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 Major Blood calls. This is like Spider-Man. This is the Spider-Man thing when, like, Spider-Man's not in the city. How does he get around? Listen, There's listen. There's no building to I'm, I'm explaining it to you. Hang on. Major Blood called for backup, and then when Major Blood called for backup, the hang gliders came in. That's what happened. So we got our points mixed up here. But why? if Major Blood's guys are just hanging out on top of the Temple of Doom, then why not just go inside and get the device as opposed to oh, just, okay. hang, yeah, yeah, just hanging out on wing gliders? Because they didn't have the giant snake robots. Yeah, they, there Blood was a, clearly came with the, came with the <laughs> snake robots, and that made all the difference. It's awesome. So like, much so that they got blown up by little rockets that G.I. Joe happened to carry in their pocket. <laughs> it's so awesome. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, back at the island, a uh, firefly goes out there and blows up some of the reef, but then it makes a huge whirlpool for some reason because yeah. that happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so um, they cut away to the Palace of Doom, and, yeah, Major Blood arrives there. And this is so funny because he, like, makes himself laugh. He's like, they may call it a Palace of Doom, but I call it a strategic military objective. <laughs> then he just laughs maniacally. <laughs> like, it's the funniest thing he's ever heard in his life. I'm telling you, his emotions man, are just out of control. He is. He's got. Like he's pregnant or something. He's got. He's got serious <laughs> mental problems. He really does. <laughs> well, he didn't have anyone to laugh at his jokes with him. You know, Zartan got late or uh, Baroness, and Cobra's hanging out with Destro. So someone's got to laugh at just jokes. It's got to be him, I guess. I guess um, when he went to jail at the end of the first miniseries, he didn't take his time behind bars too well. No, like he got unhinged. Yeah, he really did. Like, I think they secretly have meetings about him. Like, dude, we really got to do something about Major Blood, dude. Like, he's, he's gone a little nuts. I think. Like, I don't know what to do with him anymore. I'm just, I'm a little worried about Major Blood. And like, why? What's wrong? It's like, dude, have you talked to him lately? He yells all the time and laughs at his own jokes. Like, I don't get it. Which is weird. Like, when a terrorist organization is thinking you're too crazy to be a part of it, then yeah, you got problems. And like, that's why they set him off on his own because nobody wants to work with him because they were like, all right, you go and. I, I saw Zartan in the back going, uh, no, 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 no. His mood armor's flashing. No, don't, don't egg him on. His camouflage, he gets really dark, so he can't see him. Well, I'm, I'm pretty convinced that Major Blood is like the old guy hanging out at like the VFW that just tells the old stories and stuff like that. And like, he's a little, you know, he's gone, man. He's, he's just gone. Yeah, yeah. 
I still like him though. No, so do I. He's awesome, but they Cobra keeps him around because they feel bad for him. I think. Like, they, like okay, Major yeah. Cobra Commander's like okay, Major Blood. We got a top secret mission for you. We need you to go to the broom closet and recover the space broom. So and that's we, the thing. That's why they keep him around. So they so if they do have something this you know crazy that no one else wants to do, he'll do it. Yeah. Like in the uh, in the Air Force, like whenever uh, like a maintenance guy who works at uh, you know works on planes and stuff like that, when it's a new guy, they always tell him, "Hey, can you go to the tool shed and get me like a hundred foot of flight line?" And they'll go there. And, you know, never gonna find that. So that's what they do with your blood. They send him out there. When he comes back, everybody's gone. <laughs> We're gonna send you on a top secret mission. You gotta go. You gotta go get Starbucks. Okay. <laughs> It's like, what's Starbucks? No, it'll be invented in like 15 years. Just, don't worry. Just, just go to Seattle and wait. <laughs> Starbucks and a Nirvana CD. What? Yeah. That's what you have to do. Go wait. Don't come back without Starbucks. And Condé West tickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, the G.I. Joe team is being led in by Ricondo. Who I remember Ooh. when I was a kid, Ricondo was like the cool toy everybody wanted for some reason. And now I'm looking back, I'm not sure why. I don't know. He's got a cool mustache. Like, yeah. like much like every G.I. Joe character, he's got a sweet stash. Yeah, he's That's, got a cool hat. Yeah. I mean, but he doesn't really do a whole lot. He's got like a, like a, like a Roosevelt thing going on with the hat and the mustache and stuff like that. One day yeah, he's going to, he's going to be president. I'm telling you. Just, <laughs> he's a rough writer. <laughs> just, wait, just wait. Yeah. <laughs> Rakondo. I don't even, you know, I don't even remember Rakondo. I just thought they put. I, I'll admit I had to go look him up when you guys mentioned him. I was like, I don't remember him being in the I, episode. I have no idea. I thought that I thought it was just, what's his name? Uh, Mutt with a different color hat. Like, I had Damn. no, I, I had no idea. Machete. Yes, Maybe I the machete is what made it cool back in the day. I don't know. I mean, he looks pretty cool. Yeah. He's, he's got like a quarter main thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? His yeah, hat's all Africa. folded up. Yep. So they catch uh, Major Blood in a pincer's maneuver. <laughs> and then he calls for backup, and then the hang gliders yeah. show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then uh, Ricondo sends in the pack rats, which uh, which you were mentioning, Keith. Yeah. Little robots that destroy Cobra's big-ass robots. Somehow they're able to do that. So many robots. This whole episode's full of technological confusing bits. Your, te- your technological terrors. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing compared to the power of the Force. Why not just have all the robots fight then and just kind of cut to the chase? Yeah, I mean, they could do it in the arena of sport. Yeah, like, let's just, just sell everything there. Yeah, let's just do that, man. Come on. I think that's where uh, Sci-Fi got the idea for that. Uh, battle bots. Battle series. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that on Sci-Fi originally, or was it, was, it on Comedy Central? I think, I I think there were two different shows. There were Battle Bots and then another one, I think. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah battle so while, Bots was in 2000 in Comedy Central. There you go. Okay. For some reason, <laughs> they're really struggling for programming. I guess <laughs> BattleBots. All right. Came across old GI Joe VHSs. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So while all that's fighting's going on, uh, Lady J shipwreck and Gung Ho 
sneak into the temple. Yeah, dude, she goes out with her fag hags. She's like, come on, girls. <laughs> let's, go get, let's go get some drinks. I'm having a rough night. Flint is just not being cool since he got back. Yeah, and Flint's all right with it. Like, yeah, he likes to watch, I guess. <laughs> I think shipwreck swings both ways. <laughs> so he's going to be like the uh, – he's going to be the peanut butter and jelly in this sandwich. <laughs> he swings both ways. Yeah. Come on, because we know Gungo. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. If we're going to refer to him on the episode, his name is Rough Trade. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> Rough Trade. His yeah. name is Rough Trade. And then, yeah, Rough yeah. Trades. Rough we Trades. Know. We know his story. Yeah, he's just he loves cock. Um, I can see. I, I guess I can see shipwreck going both ways. I guess I could. Let me look at him. Let me look at him. Hang on. Yeah. Let me look at him. Oh yeah, he loves. He loves. Oh it. yeah. I, I I wasn't even giving him the benefit of the doubt of going both ways. I was only. Figured he'd go in one way, and that was with Rough Trade. <laughs> now he, he's, because uh, I mean, he's into Lady J immediately. I still think it's his beard. I... No, nah, because when they first meet, he's like, hey, who's the slut? You know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like he, so he, can, he can sleep with her because he knows she will, and that way he can have this, you know, pretend, have people think he's straight. Right. Have you guys looked at his Wikipedia page? Which one? The, the Shipwreck uh, Wikipedia page. His no. profile picture is awesome. Let but on G.I. Joe Wiki or on regular Wikipedia? Oh, no, regular Wikipedia. Okay. I'll have to look at that. There you go. I got it pulling up here for you. I'm telling you, this Zoom is the best. It's really good. <laughs> Boom. Let's see this. Okay, I got it. Cool. Let's see Shipwreck. Yeah. Let's see him here. How is Shipwreck looking? Come on, Shipwreck. Where he's exploding you? on the scene. He's and he's like got a pirate like gun. The blunderbuss. Sort of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or a cut-off shotgun. One of the shotguns. Oh, look at that. Blunderbuss. He looks awesome. Yeah. Not like his hair's not cut. All. His hair's a little scraggly. But he's still yeah. got the white hat on. He's got a bird on his but scroll down. Look at his, his, later, his later uniform. If you scroll down, he's got one in his later uniform where he's like in like a knit cap and like a Jacques Cousteau kind of sweater. Oh, he looks yeah. like a he looks like a longshoreman there. That's awesome. Yeah. Is he wearing jeans? <laughs> it looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. Good old yeah. shipwreck. There's a lot of stuff on shipwreck. All right. See, this is what. Okay, this is sh- shipwreck when he is on land, loves the chicks, but when he is out, <laughs> <laughs> but when he's out on the water it's okay for him to fuck guys just because it's just sex you know what i mean yeah oh that reminds me of um there's like a joke in the navy and the marine corps it's like why the um and your dad might might have actually known this bob but like the navy guys they have their name tags on the back of their pants (laughs) for some reason so the joke is why do they have their name tags on the back of their pants and so the marines don't know who they're fucking (laughs) that's funny Wow. And you notice, Gung Ho runs in behind Shipwreck into the temple there. So. Yep. It's like uh, the, the old other Navy joke is what a, a submarine goes down with 100 guys, comes back with 50 couples. So when he's out to sea, it's okay for him to be gay. But yeah. when he's home, he's a straight man. <laughs> he's what is it, underway, underway, it's okay to be gay? <laughs> <laughs> Underway and we're all gay. Yeah. yeah, I think I think Roadblock came up with that form. Had to help him with the rhyming on it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's really good, Roadblock. <laughs> they were in the lab when they came up with that. <laughs> the Beats Lab. 
That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, so um, <clears throat> they get into the temple and they find the fragment. And Rough Trade, like he mentions the Late Late Show, and the only one I know is with Craig Ferguson. So he must have had like like an advanced copy of that. <laughs> Was there a Late Late Show back then? Probably, yeah, because that's when TV went off. All the TV channels went off at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, that's when they would show the uh, Late yeah. Late Show. So it's it just like the National Anthem. Yeah, yeah, They'd yeah. show uh, free, uh, Spirit's head on the TV screen. And then Carol Ann could talk to the, uh, to the ghost. Exactly. So yeah. it's cool, though. But, yeah, so they see uh, they're in the temple, and unfortunately Lady J doesn't see the dark block because she steps right on it, and then, boom, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the monster comes big alive. Big stone statue. Yeah, big stone yeah. statue. Yeah. He awakens. You awaken the beast. Cthulhu. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so when they come back from commercials, uh, they're back at the island, and – Torpedo blows up the whirlpool. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, at least say what you say what you want about Star Trek science. At least it's based on some kind of science. GI Joe science is just stupid. Like, it yeah. makes no sense. Yeah. No. You know, how do we stop a water spout? Shoot it with missiles. Okay. <laughs> well, that seems to be their thing for everything. Because remember the tube worms? They shot those at the base, and all of a sudden they just exploded. It's true. Yeah. They just they just shoot anything things. you shoot at the base mm-hmm. in the water. That's how you <laughs> defeat it. <laughs> They, they just shoot things. Yeah. So, but then they get into a, a gunfight stalemate. So Spirit, or I couldn't remember his name because nobody said it at first. So I just wrote down Apache Chief. That's all I <laughs> and, Palatine. Uh, He's yeah. part, of the vi- part of the village people, part of the village people. Yeah. And uh, Freedom, they sneak in to the island, go get the component. Yes, and uh, Baroness is calling for Zartan, but he's blowing her off. Yeah, he's, he's just not in his cool little. Stuff. He's withholding. He's not interested right now. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This doesn't concern me. Yeah, he's got a cool submarine. No. Yeah, but if he's got the submarine, why not just use that to go all the way underneath, pop up at the island, get what you need, and leave? Like it's it's not even very smart about his submarine. Like where the fuck is no. he going? I don't know. <laughs> that would make too much sense. You know, he's just out there floating around on a submarine. It's like, come on, man. You know you got one of these things. Use it for some good. Get done with this thing already. You yeah. can't make 20 minutes of cartoon by making sense, Bob. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. It doesn't make sense, no, but I'm just saying. Like, we need the voiceover it. guy to assure us that stay tuned until next week when you find out what Zartan's doing down So back at the uh, the Palace of Doom, Lady J Shipwreck and Rough Trade are trying to run away from the statue. And they get kind of saved by the Cobra Bot. Yes. Which is a yeah. big, awesome Cobra Bot that goes in there. Yes. I don't think they had a toy for that. I don't remember there being no, a toy. They, I don't think they did either. No, that would have been awesome. Though. Lost opportunity. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But, but they then they make it now, I would buy it. But then the episode just turns into like a Japanese monster movie because then the two big things just start yeah. fighting each other. The kaiju and the, uh, yeah. uh, what do you call the... Um, Pacific Rim, dude. It's Pacific yeah. Rim, like all over again. The, the Power uh, Rangers Zords. What do, you, what do you call that in, the, um, in Pacific Rim? I the forget. big robots. I forget. It's like some German word. Just call, just call it Voltron. It makes it nice and easy. Yeah. Oh, the Jaeger. Yeah. 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 Pacific, Pacific Rim was cool, man. I enjoyed it. It was. It's a good film. I'm not sure how they're going to make another one after that. but eh, I'm sure they could find out a way to do it. Where there's yeah. a budget, there's a way. Yes. Yeah, that's true. 
So yeah, so um Meanwhile Spirit finds the component, but Storm Shadow's there. So they fight and then they fall down a waterfall. Well not not until not uh not until after the fact that uh what was it? Spirit no. Freedom. I keep getting the names mixed up. Freedom actually catches a throwing star by flying straight at it. Just catches yeah. it right in his bill. That was awesome. a badass. And I will say, I will say this: for a ninja, he's the noisiest fucking dude in the whole wide world. Yeah. <laughs> the whole point of the whole point of being a ninja is stealth, and he's like, "I'm here for you." It's like, dude, you're, why are you wearing the costume then? What are you doing? Like, what is your fucking brain? Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, he's a ninja wearing all white. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> He stands out and with a ton of weapons on. I would love. Uh, there's no way you sneak up on anybody. I would just love somebody one one of the Cobra guys to go. You're just not very good at this ninja stuff, man. You might want to rethink this whole strategy. Yeah. It's he like, always has like a- change in his pocket, so you can always kind of hear him coming. <laughs> Bubble wrap. He's always tripping over. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's equal opportunity with with Cobra because GI Joe has their Asian with Snake Eyes, so they've got to have their Asian with you know. I don't think Snake Eyes is Asian though. But at least if, if no, because they're brothers, aren't they? Aren't they brothers? No, they're like you know, they're like uh, training brothers or something. It's close. Know. No, it's his, the same his, clan. Like, yeah, his, like his sword brother. Okay. Yeah, they follow the hard master. Okay. All right. All right. All right. But yeah, so he's just the opposite yeah. of Storm Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes is quiet and in black, and Storm Shadow wears white and yells at everybody. Yeah, he drives a uh, a Honda CRX with <laughs> 18s in the trunk. <laughs> He's flaring everywhere he goes. He's the worst ninja ever. He's a terrible ninja. Yeah, yeah. That's what Storm Shadow translates into <laughs> terrible ninja. <laughs> so, um, back at the palace, Tripwire tells Flint that he detects an earthquake. <laughs> Because of the weather. Do something to remind yeah. you that he is a toy you can buy. Yes. But the, the best part is there's an earthquake because of the weather, because we all know that weather starts earthquakes. Yeah. This what? is like the, uh, the movie 2012, right? Yeah. This movie, this, <laughs> the science here is just total bullshit. The water spout was so powerful. It ripped into the earth's, you know, crust and it just, it caused an earthquake. I yeah. guess. I just don't get it. I don't get the science here, man. And he has an earthquake detector. <laughs> Which looks like a metal detector. Why are they sharing this technology with, you know, uh, like Indonesia? Because they really need it badly down there. It actually, it actually wasn't an earthquake. He found a penny. And so he just figured that was going to be an earthquake. <laughs> That's the translation that came, came with. You find a nickel, it's going to be a tsunami. You find a penny, it's an earthquake. So it well is he like the uh, major blood of GI Joe? Like he's a little unhinged too, so they just send him off with a metal detector to go look for stuff. Hey, Most yeah, that that component's buried, so go look for it. <laughs> they really could have used them on Tatooine when they were find, looking for the droids. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't found shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. They, uh, yeah, so the Cobra Bot and the statue fight a la Pacific Rim. For really and, long, like they fight so long that I forget that they're fighting at some point in the episode. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, why are they still at this? What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because what happens is Lady J, Shipwreck, and Rough Trade, they make a run for it. And everybody's taking cover while the earthquake happens. And at, like the ground starts to fall away around them. And the component falls into this chasm. And Major Blood swoops in 
and grabs it on his sweet hang glider. <laughs> on his hang glider. Yeah. And so uh, Flint comes over to rescue Lady Jane and the boys, but um, then the Cobrabot and the statue come out of the burst out of the temple. Wall, like awesome. It's ridiculous. Wow. They just yeah. they just don't it's stop. Like, I want to see them fight. <laughs> Because the Cobra Bot's got little jets in his feet, yeah, like Iron the, Man or something. The Cobra Bot punches the statue through the chest, and you're like, holy shit, Like this is really awesome. Like, why well, the statue ripped his arm off earlier. I know, but it grew back. It's like, why, yeah. isn't this, why isn't this the whole episode? What are we missing here? Yeah, I know. How are these not toys? Like a yeah. special you know, Christmas edition. You could buy them both for you know, 100 bucks or something. But how is this not the whole episode? That's what I want to know. That's the webisode. Because they didn't make <laughs> toys online. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't make toys about them, so they didn't want to spend that much time on them. Uh, uh, it was a pretty awesome fight, though. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. But, uh, Hell yeah, it was awesome. But at the end, Rough Trade and Shipwreck fall into the gaping hole in the ground. And that's that. About that's the only time they're going to do that. So we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the episode. Rough Trade loves gaping. <laughs> oh, oh. and that's the episode this episode is it's chaotic because there's two fights go, there's there's two fights going on at once and then inside of one of the fights there's this really awesome robot uh i guess stone giant fight yeah, this there's two i'm just gonna say this there's too much going on it's too much it's too much yes. it's a lot packed into one episode yeah it's like you could have made three episodes out of this and I still, I still would have been interested in all three of them, but it's jammed together. I'm not, I'm, I wasn't too impressed. Things got lost in the shuffle for me. And the science in this episode is just bullshit. <laughs> this, this episode is one and a half stars for me. Oh, man. The, wow, and the, the only thing that saves it is the robot fight. I wish there was more of it. That's what I'm telling Wow. Yeah. Well, the thing that kind of gets me about this episode is it's reminding me of the the plot points from the previous miniseries. Mm-hmm. Like they have to travel to different parts of the world to recover items for a super duper weapon, kind of like you- the mass device. Yeah. You know, elements that they had to get yeah. in the first one. It's really kind of formulaic. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The way they're doing you it. World tour with uh, some new toys and stuff like that. But I'll give this one three stars because Major Blood. He's just great. But there's there's no Destro in this one, which is a bummer. Yeah, he's only got like a one scene. Yeah, yeah they're kind of setting him up for the next episode, I think. Yeah. I'm going to go two and a half stars. Science was crappy, but, you know, giant robot fight. There were a lot of characters in this one, which kind of, you know, it's cool because, you know, we're getting more people to kind of buy toys for, I guess, eventually. But, you know, it's... It was too many characters in this episode. Yeah. Not to focus on, not just the story points, because there's always been a lot of action for me with G.I. Joe. It's all right. There's always, you know, okay, quick exposition. Let's get into the gunfight. But they were just, they were dropping characters left and right. You know, hey, here's freedom. Here's spirit. Here's storm. I think this is the first time we've seen Storm Shadow too, right? No, he's, he was in the last episode. Yeah. He he didn't really say much. Yeah. Yeah. So when they're trying to like, they're trying. They're jumping around to too many different characters for me. So I'm gonna go two and a half. Okay. All right. So there you go, dudes. That's the episode three of the four-part miniseries for the uh, the GI Joe. There. What's the name of the episode? Like too much stuff going on. 
Palace of Doom. Palace of Doom. Too much stuff going on. So there you because go. Because we couldn't call it Temple of Doom. It's been <laughs> taken. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Palace of Runaway Plot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to do the next episode of the mini next week, and then we'll do a Star Trek episode. So that's pretty – I think we're going to do Aquiel again, I think. So that'll be fun. Sweet. Yeah, so that'll be cool. I'm excited to watch some Star Trek. And I'm excited for G.I. Joe. And thank you for listening to the podcast because it's just a lot of fun to do. So you guys keep listening and thank you very much. And have a happy uh, Thanksgiving. Because we're not going to talk to you until after Thanksgiving. So have a happy Thanksgiving. So goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Enjoy your stuffing. I'll stuff you. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. You're listening to DT Pod, a real American podcast. <laughs> 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 <laughs>